listening to Season 3 and another episode of Beyond Clean with Dave, a service of the Academy of Cleaning Excellence. I'm your host, Dave Thompson. And since you're listening, you might as well know that you're about to hear something that has to be healthy, positive, and or progressive in the cleaning industry today. Last year, we launched the Rockstar Custodian series of motivational sessions, in addition to the tactical classes which are being instructed around the U.S. Now, industry professionals are joining us to talk, share their thoughts, and let you know what's on their mind. So turn up the sound and let's get talking. Hello, folks. I'm Dave Thompson. You've heard us before. I am the Director of Education here at the Academy of Cleaning Excellence. And, well, we're going to do another uh, broadcast of, well, not just our YouTube videos, but our podcast. We're going to kind of do this on both today. Um, You know, I have three words which I talk about each and every broadcast. It's going to be healthy, positive, and proactive. And I've got something for you today that I haven't had on the show before. You know, I, I was at an event, and you see the Rockstar program behind me. It was absolutely a wonderful day. And before I go any further, I wanted to welcome Dan Welton. He is with Contracting Profits, or gosh, there's so many different magazines and stuff going on there, Dan. I don't know which one to say you're from. Sure. Well, you're right on the first one, Contracting Profits. I'm the editor-in-chief of that publication for Building Service Contractors. And I'm also the editor-in-chief of Sanitary Maintenance, which is our publication for Jansan distributors like yourself and Jim. And then I, I work on our uh, website, cleanlink.com, as well. I'm the executive editor of, that, of our website. And so all of our print content feeds into our website. And we also do other digital offerings like webcasts and daily news and emails and what have you. Well, so what, you know, what we're here to talk about today, I think our main focus is the program uh, that uh, you were involved with and put together. I don't want to talk about it. Tell the audience, Dan, what it was we were doing last, uh, last month in uh, Baltimore. Sure. So in March, um, March 26th and 27th in Baltimore was our inaugural Clean Buildings Expo trade show, which uh, our parent company, Trade Press Media Group, put on along with, with the ISSA. And we co-located this with Trade Press's um, other event, the NFM&T Trade Show, which has been in Baltimore for 19 years. And so that's a trade show for facility executives and in-house maintenance facility managers. And so we wanted to, to add some cleaning aspects uh, to that show because a lot of those, a lot of that audience, you know, they pick a cleaning contractor, they have an in-house cleaning program. So we co-located Clean, Building, Clean Buildings Expo with that for the first time in March. Okay, so now this was the first year, and I know that uh, uh, Corinne and, um, gosh, can't think of it, was it uh, Wendy? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we talked about, you know, joining up and everything, and, and I kind of had this real problem of being a speaker the last one on the last day and all of this and everything. And, and uh, they finally wormed it in there. I got to tell you, um, for the first time, for a first expo like that, I was just, I was totally shocked by how many people was there and the quality. Uh, it wasn't all just, I mean, we all go to ISSA's big show every year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this, was, this was very well balanced. 
What was different um, was uh, kind of the location. We knew from you know our work with NFMT that the that Mid Atlantic, that East Coast was uh, a great region to tap into, and we go there because we want to be close to a lot of the government facilities and you know easy transportation, easy public transportation for a lot of uh, major metro markets in there. And we knew that on the cleaning side, a lot of that audience didn't travel. They don't go to ISSA in Chicago or Las Vegas. So we knew if we get into the East Coast, there's a whole audience that hasn't been to a trade show. And that was backed up with our attendance and the feedback we received of people saying, I've never gone to a show before. This is my first. This was fantastic. So we, it was just a buzz there, people finally getting uh, a trade show for them. And the other thing about it was what's unique about this show was it was just for end users. It was only for building service contractors and that in-house facility manager. You know, we didn't go to the distributor. We wanted an end user focused show. So it was quite a, a new and unique event. You know, and I, I did see that. I did recognize that. And I guess that's one of the reasons why I wanted to be so involved in, in here at the Academy. We wanted to show the Rockstar program because the Rockstar program is for, you know, the frontline technician. It's for the BSCs and the in-house providers. And so it was a perfect fit for us. But, you know, one of the other things that I was kind of asked several times while we were at the show was, you know, everybody is kind of, you know, there's always this buzz about what's really going on behind the scenes. And, and you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And I, I actually heard some people saying, well, is this going to uh, pull the end users away from the main ISSA show? And we're going to have like these regional in-house programs. And I said, you know what? I don't know, but it sure works for me. You know, that's going to be up to, to each attendee, you know, what they, what they feel is important and kind of, you know, it's not easy to travel. And so that's why we wanted to, you know, tap a, a different market. Uh, when it's, when ISSA is going to be in Las Vegas later this year, it's easy for the West Coast people to get to. And it's in Chicago, it's easier for, you know, the more of the Midwest to get to. So I don't necessarily see it as a, a competitor to ISSA. It's a different show. ISSA draws, you know, all three unique audiences of the cleaning industry. You know, it has that uh, distributor supplier uh, audience to it. Clean the Building Expo doesn't have that. And then what makes, you know, Clean Building Expo unique is that facility uh, executive side. That, that's a very unique partnership. And, you know, I would tell my readers, the building service contractor, hey, here's a show that your customers are at. Go network, find some new prospects. You could even, you know, improve that relationship. Everyone knows the relationship between a cleaning contractor and their, their customer isn't the best. Um, so here's a way to, to start talking to each other. Well, you're absolutely right. And, you know, to have a show that, as you said, is kind of our own, I think I heard this, I felt it. Uh, many of the people that I talked to felt it was, you know, this was really, you know, and I'm in the education, so I got to go say that, Dan, you know, I really like the educational components and the way the information was, was given out. Now, um, I got to ask a question, though. Sure. How did we come up with Clean Buildings Expo? That, uh, I wasn't involved in those discussions, so I, I can't really tell you where that, that name generated from. Um, I guess it speaks to what it is, you know, 
got to have a clean building. So they, they, when they went for the, the litter of there, but uh, I, I don't know where the name kind of uh, originated from. Of course, if you've watched anything I've done, folks, you know that I don't really, really like the term clean because it's one of these things that's really hard to, I don't know, wrap your hands around and everything. I like healthy. So, you know, mm -hmm. like healthy, positive and proactive. I don't go say clean, but hey, that's okay anyway. Uh, so I really did enjoy the, the time that was uh, uh, given and the way that the sessions were set up where we went in the morning and then the show was in the afternoon and you did it both days. Um, I thought it really worked really well. What's on tap for next year? How, what, I mean, I was looking at what Corinne wrote about it and everything. And uh, I mean, people were saying, Hey, we're going to be here next year. And people were wanting to set up time for me to be at their, uh, come talk to them next year. And I'm going, we hadn't even finished this year yet. <laughs> well, we've got a great yeah, momentum leading into next year. We have a lot of people uh, encouraged wanting to go. There was definitely a feeling that if you weren't there, you missed out. Uh, you know, we heard from manufacturers who didn't exhibit, but they walked the show floor and they felt, man, this was a missed opportunity for us. We should have been here. Uh, we have a lot of re-signs already for next year. We hope to grow the show. Um, I don't know if we'll quite double the space, but we'd love to grow the, you know, the Clean Building Expo space. And again, we're going to co-locate it with uh, NFM&T. It'll be the 20th. Um, iteration of uh, NFMT, so a big celebration next year as well. And um, we're just looking for more, hopefully more education, uh, more great education uh, from speakers like you. We've had um, a lot of lot of positive feedback. You know, you were talking about a show for us. That was, that was a quote we heard from multiple people on the show floor. Finally, here's a show for us. And, and that's what we want to be going forward. Well, I tell you, I, 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 we're, we're talking to you today, folks, because Dan and I uh, were together um, for that Wednesday morning. Uh, Dan was the moderator uh, for the classroom where I was, and we were presenting the Rockstar program. Dan, just tell the audience what you felt, because that was your first time seeing the Rockstar program. So just give the audience a little bit of your feeling about the program as you saw it. Sure. Well, there was just definite kind of, it was, you know, this kind of buzz in the air. It was great seeing this crowd. You know, we had our, our numbers, um, about 150 people. It was a packed room and, you know, we we're trying to get everybody to squeeze in together and there's still a line outside the door coming in. You know, this notion of creating a rock star staff member is something that just resonates with our readers. Everybody you know, st staff and labor turnover, it's such a, a problem in this industry. So anything you can do to, to better your staff and find, you know, the rock stars to hold on to is going to resonate. So people were definitely interested in it. And there was just this palpable excitement of people coming in wanting to, to see the program. And it's funny, Dave, you kept telling me, ah, you haven't seen anything like this. And, you know, the jaded individual of myself is just thinking, yeah, whatever, Dave, it's just another program. I've, I've been in this industry for 16 years. I've seen plenty of sessions, but it truly was different. I mean, you had it, you were very energetic. And one of the great things, it was interactive. I mean, you had the people download the app to, to run the, the quizzes. And I stepped out of the room and I came back in and you were taking another quiz and people were picking on this guy named Mark. And I'm thinking, 
who's Mark? You know, what did I miss? And, you know, there's a poor guy in the front row who he must have said he was going to win. And uh, people were calling out his name and checking to see where he was on the, on the score sheet. So it was definitely um, anything, anything like I'd seen before. It was definitely, I haven't seen that excitement in, in an audience. Well, you know, I kind of hate to, um, I don't know, amp up the program before it happens like that. But, you know, honestly, there's very few, and you're right. You've been in the 16 years. I've been in, the, in this for 40 years. And it's very difficult anymore to come up with something that is unique and that you can truly say you've never seen anything like this before. It's very, very difficult. And I have to give credit where credit is due. I did not write the material for this program. And I think that adds a different dynamic to it. Uh, Michael Ward wrote the book, Who Swings Your Mop? And uh, over the last year and a half, we've been working with Michael and have the exclusive rights to bring that book to life. And I think it, it, just, it just makes, as a presenter, it, it just adds a different dynamic. I can't explain it. I don't know. It's a feeling that comes with it. And I think well, they even fix that up. You know you, didn't, you know, you say you didn't write it, Dave, but you, know, you wouldn't know that because you, you own the material. And I don't mean own in the fact that you know, that's your material, but you... You live and breathe that material, and you and you can tell that as an audience member that that you fully believe in it, and you know you present it as if it as if you did write it, and it comes across as genuine. And you know, I think a lot of speakers who just you know maybe they didn't write the material, but they just present it and they're just relaying the facts. But but you live it, and you you know you showcase it for them, and they they believe they believe in you. And you if you probably ask those people wrote that material they'd probably say Dave Thompson wrote it because <laughs> you you were so genuine in that presentation well and, and and Dan I appreciate that and thank you very much but that is the truth I I have been a custodian I still am one to this day I continue to be I mean this past weekend I was in here in our offices doing floors and and staying right with it um, but you know we at the academy all of our programs have one main focus and it is that frontline worker that custodian janitor evs technician whatever you want to uh, call us that is our reason and what mike ward put together was something i never had in my head had never been put together the the people part of it the hr part if you will and i think that's why the Rockstar program is so universal and people are gravitating to it is because, and I've said this for a long time, is we do not give enough recognition in our, and the fault is with us. We do not champion the frontline people that make this industry enough. That's true. And it's, and when we do, when you do see that recognition, it's powerful and, it, and it's moving. Um, Last year, I had the opportunity, I was at a awards breakfast at the BSCI conference, and, you know, they give out an award every year to, to a frontline janitor, and they gave out maybe, you know, half a dozen awards that day, but the frontline janitor is the one who got the standing ovation from the room. You know, this is a room of, of presidents and business owners, but, you know, they recognize the hard work, and many of them have been there. So, you're right, we don't, we don't do it enough. And, you know, we're, we're kind of taking that lead at contracting profits and we're, 
we're featuring a frontline janitor every month as kind of a, a faces of the frontline um, feature that we're doing. And it's been great. We've had one in print and we have a second one coming out in a couple of weeks. And we've already been inundated with emails of please showcase my janitor or here's so-and-so that, that deserves recognition. And it's, it's, it's great and heartwarming to see the industry react and want to celebrate what's often a, a faceless position in a building. Well, and, and to your point, Dan, um, you know, we have the Rockstar nomination program going on and that's something that we brought up at the, at the meeting there in uh, CBE. You know, the, I just got through today sending out, I believe, like 20-some um, certificates of recognition, the, the people that have been nominated so far. Mm -hmm. um, I think we're actually up in the 50s, so I've got a long way to send those out. So if you're listening to this right now, I'm sorry I'm getting to them, but... Uh, you know, hopefully by the end of the year, we should have hundreds of people who've been nominated and then we'll be going into round two and uh, we've got a whole criteria for it. But I think this goes to the fact, um, I like what you're doing with the faces of the front line. That's a great program. We're covering everybody, not just mm -hmm. building service contractors. We're covering in-house. Uh, we've got some people from EVS departments that have come in and been nominated. So I think this is the great thing is to, to actually say, and you know, I, I think one of the interesting things, Dan, is you said people wanted more. You and I talked on the showroom floor right after the event, and I think it kind of went a little different than what we thought. Right. Um, I mean, we, you know, we had the presentation and we then talked, you know, we, we invited speakers down to the show floor as part of our clean talks, you know, clean link presents clean talks. And, you know, we were going to just talk about the rockstar custodian kind of re rehashing what you did your presentation on. And I asked the, the people who had gathered there, how many were in Dave's presentation and everybody raised their hand. And so it quickly was, well, we shouldn't waste their time and talk about what they already know. Let's talk about, you know, the Rockstar family. Let's talk about how we're going to grow from one custodian to, to a whole staff. So that's because you're right. There's, you know, there's more than one. Every company's got more than one Rockstar custodian and they should. You know, you want everybody to be a Rockstar custodian. Well, and I think that was what they came down to. You know, I, uh, from the time that we got through their presentation upstairs, I had roughly two hours to get from there down to the showroom floor and get uh, with you. I barely made it. I mean, every time I turned around, there was somebody that had been in the presentation and wanted to know more about what was coming up and what the other parts were. And I said, just follow me on down. We'll talk about it. And I, 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 it was the strangest thing is to turn around and here's all these people that I'd been talking with on my way down. Mm -hmm. um, but even, you're right. Mark, even Mark was there. He came back for more. <laughs> yes. And, and, and I want to tell you uh, what you don't know, Dan, is I've talked with him since. And it's very likely that I will be going and visiting him at, uh, at his place. Now, he's with Ashley Furniture. Hmm. Now, this is something that you, you know, is, is interesting because when I got back here, I did a report on everybody I talked to and everything. Mm -hmm. and. Um, here at Jim Supply, they said, well, Ashley Furniture, this is, I said, it's an in-house operation. 
and he was motivated. And so uh, here in a couple of weeks, I may actually be stopping by and seeing his staff. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, that's kind of the, the success stories that we love to hear about Clean Building Expo. And one of my favorite things that, you know, we, you know, we've known each other for years, Dave. And so, you know, we're, you know, we were joking back and forth with each other. And I remember at the start of your presentation, you said, I've got this green bucket, you know, put your business card in this bucket. And you said you would bring it down to the show floor for the clean talk. And you're setting yourself up, you know, later in the day on the show floor. And I'm like, where's your bucket? And you're like, oh, it was so full. I can't even close the thing anymore. I couldn't bring it out. So it was great to hear you just had such a response to your program. Well, I didn't bring enough literature. Uh, and I, I can't tell you it was great for me. But, you know, the thing is, is that people did ask. And I, I heard you mention it. And thank you for remembering because the next session after that one is how to build a rock star family. And what Mike talks about is to create a family environment instead of a team, because in his feeling is that teams and teamwork is all about just getting something done and a, um, you know, on a time basis. But if we work like a family, that we would have more consideration for each other and what you're talking about, whether we're in-house or BSCs, is still the number one problem. I had my services back in the 80s. It's still the number one problem today, and that's turnover. Mm -hmm. And you know, yeah, we're you, it's it's going to get even worse because you know the you know the the job market is so tight, um, unemployment is so low that you know there's there's not a lot of candidates out there. The thing here is, is I think what this whole program does is help the people that are in positions to look at personality traits that they've really never considered before. They're, they're always talking about, you know, how well does somebody, you know, run a vacuum cleaner? Do they get to work on time? You know, uh, and that, but when you really get to it, there's much more, there's many more reasons why a person should be, if you will, on the bus and on the mm -hmm. right seat on the bus, as we've all talked about in motivational terminologies. You know, and I think this is where, you know, I've got a contractor in, in uh, Kansas City, and he says, my turnover rate is less than 20%. And I asked him, I said, wait a minute, you forgot a zero. He said, no, I know. Most people, it's 200. Mine's less than 20 and when I talked with him, he's doing these things. Now, he didn't do it because of a book. This is just the way he does business. I think this is the message of the Rockstar program. And, you know, that was what we were getting to when we got down to the showroom floor was, mm -hmm. you know, there's more stages to it. You only saw the first hour of the five hours. Just think what would happen if you actually got all five stages with your custodial staff be amazing you know to and and just in five hours that you can get that i mean that's what a, you know to me a minimal commitment to to really expand your staff and expand the the quality of your staff to to just to to do those courses you know not to simplify what you're doing but you kind of said it at the show everyone's got the the time and the dollars to to do that for their staff and the savings they're going to get from it are astronomical so it, it's an amazing program well I think the one thing is is that I say in, in almost all the sessions 
uh, and I use different analogies all the time, but the one we used at, at, B, uh, at uh, CBE was, I asked if there was anybody in the audience that had a $15,000 riding auto scrubber. And there were several people that did. And these are probably gonna, if they have that, they're probably gonna have an organization that's got 50 or more people if they're in that category. And I said, you know, if you spent $15,000 on a riding auto scrubber, just think if you spent that same amount of money on the education of your entire staff, how much could we change the turnover rate? How much could we change the engagement rate if in fact you actually committed that same amount to education? And not just for running the auto scrubber, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about education totally. And I think there's some people that are starting to get it. And I think at the academy here, we try to make sure that the, the information is product agnostic. So it really covers everything. It doesn't matter what type of machine, what type of chemical, what type of microfiber, we don't really care. It's understanding why you're using it. Um, I was looking at some of the um, references or some of the words that came back after the, um, I'm not sure, the responses. Sure. It was, uh, it was great to see. Well, it's kind of some of the description that they gave. What was their feedback uh, to, the, to the session? Oh, I, uh, I actually put together a word collage and I posted it because there were just so many of them. Uh, but, you know, people that says, I can't wait to see what the next step is, you know, excellent. And you used the word that I saw the most, engaged. That's fantastic. I'll have to talk with Wendy and see what we can do, you know, next year in Baltimore. If we can run, you know, maybe we can run a, 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 a you know, the full session as a, as a, kind of co-located event before the before the event starts you know we have we have time to to run workshops uh you know during that week in baltimore we can kind of uh grow the program and see what we, we can do together well i think that would be great because you know what was interesting is um the people at the baltimore convention center two of their uh, managers came and saw me and they were wanting to set something up to have their people come in and maybe do some other stuff. And they said, how long does it take to go through all the sessions? Do we have to wait till next year? <laughs> of course I said, no, they don't have to because you know, the nice thing is, is we're doing our, our programs like you and I are doing this this afternoon, Dan, thanks for being on with us on the show with me. But you know, we're doing classes through this virtual technology of, of uh, web conferencing. Mm -hmm. You know, and because you said before, the reason that you got the attendance is because people don't want to travel or yep. can't. Do you do any kind of regional classes or you kind of go in with any buying groups or any distributors or kind of how else do you, do you reach or do you just do it all kind of uh, via the web these days? Well, uh, we, you know, of course, Jim Supply is a part of Triple S. Mm -hmm. And Triple S just recognized the Academy of Cleaning Excellence as a value-added uh, service provi provider. And so uh, actually uh, next week, um, well, at the end of the month, and at the end of the month, I'll be traveling to Arizona and we'll be making a presentation to the 125 different distributors all over the nation. So we're setting up a network of these distributors 
that will be able to um, regionally provide the education. And what we're going to do is something that I don't think anybody else is doing. We're going to instruct the material here from the academy through the web conferencing. And then each region is going to do their hands-on demonstration of what we've instructed. Uh, something we call virtual hands-on classes. That's such a great uh, service that you can offer to, to distributors around the country then to, and to really prop them up as, you know, give you as more value that they can then have to their, to their end user customers. Cause you know, with, with Amazon business and, you know, staples, you know, everyone can, anyone can get a product anywhere and anyone can get it for less price, but to really differentiate yourself as an educator and to, you know, and, and even these days, everyone offers education about product training. Like you said, who cares how to, how to run a scrubber or, or to, you know, to use a microfiber very important uh, to clean properly, but even more important is to create an engaged staff because they will do an even better job of cleaning than someone who knows just how to use the equipment. So that's a great training opportunity for distributors and, and a way to differentiate themselves from the competition. So kudos to you, that's a great, that's a great program, great benefit. Well, and I think the word that you keep saying is engaged. And, and if anybody has read my moniker that I put on stuff these days, it says, and we started the program uh, there, the most important issue that faces a facility, a, a business, is an unengaged employee. Mm -hmm. I think that's the whole thing. I think what you spoke to was Mark and the people that were using their phones while we were having the conference, the session, you know, we have found an absolutely ingenious way of engaging people during the sessions. And, you know, the, the, whenever you're talking about it in um, this whole thing, it is about people taking away something. And I thought it was interesting what one person did uh, come up to me and say, he said, you know, I, I noticed that you didn't put a screen up there as far as what the takeaways were. And another person we were right beside him said, didn't have to. The cell phones are going off all the time. They took it away the minute they left the building. That's great. And then, you know, the takeaway is going to be each, you know, for each person. So it's, it was quite the engagement. There, I can tell you there was nobody sleeping, you know, during that session. Uh, you could have you could have been in the first one and people went to bed asleep. So that they were definitely engaged uh, and paying attention. Well, Dan, I think we've kind of uh, talked this one through uh, quite a bit. I can't wait for the next thing. Um, when when is the next publication uh, of uh, contracting profits? I know that uh, I saw February. I know we're uh, into April now. When's the next one coming out? We just sent April to the printer last Thursday. So um, within maybe late this week or early next week, people will get their next issue of contracting profits as well as their next issue of sanitary maintenance, both had an April issue. Uh, and this month we're in contracting profits, we're featuring a great story on Supreme building, SMO, Supreme Maintenance Organization, sorry. Uh, Two friends who they've been lifelong friends and they've now run a building service contractor business for 30 years. So a great success story. Um, 
and we'll be featuring another you know face of the front line this time from Harvard Maintenance another great story there so look for the next issue in a, in a couple weeks well that's great because I keep watching it myself and I'm glad to be uh, you know as we've had uh, many conversations over the years I think uh, maybe the tone of the conversations might change a little bit over the next year it might you know we're, we and we definitely look at um, you know you mentioned the employee engagement and those are the, the topics we've been covering a lot, we've been looking a lot at, at turnover, just you know, trying to drill down to what is most important to our readers, and that is, in uh, building service contractors' case, they're frontline workers. That's, that's what they want to know, and that's what they want to better. Dan, I want to really thank you for being on the show with me this afternoon. You invite me. Thank you so much, Dave. So, um, you know, I didn't even, I usually ask people where they're talking to me from because I know you're not sitting here with me this time. And I did, I failed to even think about that this time. Well, we're in Mo Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, thankful I don't have a window. You would see a fresh coat of snow outside. Uh, got some more snow yesterday, unfortunately. Uh, it is April, but uh, hopefully it'll be over with soon. I won't tell you what it is like here in Florida. I'll just leave it alone. But you know what, Please folks? <laughs> if you've been listening to our podcast or watching our YouTube videos, you know that we are all over the place. We have the rockstarcustodian.com. We have the academyofcleaning.com. We have four YouTube channels. Of course, we've got the Beyond Clean podcast and the Beyond Clean YouTube channel. You know what? Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, we're all over LinkedIn every single day. Oh, golly, I can't keep track of where all we're all, all at. But, you know, the main thing is engage us. Give us feedback. Let us know what's on your mind. We really enjoyed everybody that was there at CBE. We look forward to doing it again next year. You know what? If it's healthy, positive, or proactive, give me a call. I'd like to have you on the show. Thanks, Dan, for being with us, and I'm sure Thank we'll you, talk Dave. again. Will do. Take care.